The Legacy, Chapter 5, Ye of Little Faith Dinan watched Verna's every move, watched how his sister went through the precise rituals to honor the Spider Queen. The drow were in a small chapel Jarlaxel had secured for Verna's use in one of the minor houses of Menzoberranzan. Dinan remained faithful to the dark deity Loth, and willingly had agreed to accompany Verna to her prayers this day. But in truth, the male drow thought the whole thing a senseless facade, thought his sister a ridiculous mockery of her former self. "'You should not be so doubting,' Verna remarked to him, still going about her ritual and not bothering to look over her shoulder to regard Dinan. At the sound of Dinan's disgusted sigh, though, Verna did spin about, an angry red glower in her narrow-set eyes. "'What is the purpose?' Dinan demanded, facing her wrath bravely. Even if she was out of Loth's favor, as Dinan stubbornly believed, Verna was larger and stronger than he and armed with some clerical magic. He gritted his teeth, firmed his resolve, and did not back down, fearful that Verna's mounting obsession again would lead those around him down a path to destruction. In answer, Verna produced a curious whip from under the folds of her clerical robes. While its handle was unremarkable black adamantite, the instrument's five tendrils were writhing living snakes. Dinan's eyes widened. He understood the weapon's significance. Loth does not allow any but her high priestesses to wield these, Verna reminded him, affectionately petting the heads. But we lost favor, Dinan started to protest, but it was a lame argument in the face of Verna's demonstration. Verna eyed him and laughed evilly, almost purred, as she bent to kiss one of the heads. Then why go after Drizzt? Dinan asked her. You have regained the favor of Loth. Why risk everything chasing our treacherous brother? That is how I regained the favor! Verna screamed at him. She advanced a step, and Dinan wisely backed up. He remembered his younger days at House Duarden, where Breeza, his oldest and most vicious sister, often tortured him with one of those dreaded snake-headed whips. Verna calmed immediately, though, and looked back to her dark, both live and sculpted, spider-covered altar. "'Our family fell because of Matron Malice's weakness,' she explained. "'Malice failed in the most important task Loth had ever given her.' "'To kill Drizzt,' Dinan reasoned. "'Yes,' Verna said simply, looking back over her shoulder to regard her brother. "'To kill Drizzt, wretched, traitorous Drizzt. I have promised his heart to Loth, have promised to right the family's wrong, so that we, you and I, might regain the favor of our goddess.' "'To what end?' Dinan had to ask, looking around the unremarkable chapel with obvious scorn. "'Our house is no more. The name of Duarden cannot be spoken anywhere in the city.' What will be the gain if we again find Loth's favor? You will be a high priestess, and for that I am glad. But you will have no house over which to preside. But I will, Verna retorted, her eyes flashing. I am a surviving noble of a destroyed house, as are you, my brother. We have all the rights of accusation. Dinan's eyes went wide. Verna was technically correct, the rights of accusation was a privilege reserved for surviving noble children of destroyed houses, 
wherein the children named their attackers and thus brought the weight of drow justice upon the guilty party. In the continuing backroom intrigue of chaotic men's baronzen, though, justice was selectively meted out. Accusation? Dinan stammered, barely able to get the word out of his suddenly dry mouth. Have you forgotten which house it was that destroyed our own? It is all the sweeter, purred his stubborn sister. Ben Ray! Dinan cried. House Ben Ray. First house of Menzaberanzen. You cannot speak against Ben Ray. No house, alone or in alliance, will move against them. And Matron Ben Ray controls the academy. Where will your force of justice be garnered? And what of Bregan the Arth? Dinan reminded her. The very band of mercenaries that took us in helped defeat our house. Dinan stopped abruptly, considering his own words, ever amazed by the paradox, the cruel irony, of drow society. "'You are a male, and cannot understand the beauty of Loth,' Verna replied. "'Our goddess feeds from this chaos, considers this situation all the sweeter simply because of the many furious ironies. "'The city will not wage war against House Ben-Ray,' Dinan said flatly. It will never come to that, Verna snapped back, and again came that wild flash in her red glowing orbs. Matron Benray is old, my brother. Her time has long passed. When Drizd is dead, as the Spider Queen demands, I will be granted an audience in House Benray, wherein I, we, will make our accusation. Then we will be fed to Benray's goblin slaves, Dinan replied dryly. Matron Ben Ray's own daughters will force her out so that the house might regain the Spider Queen's favor, the excited Verna went on, ignoring her doubting brother. To that end, they will place me in control. Dinan could hardly find the words to rebuke Verna's preposterous claims. Think of it, my brother, Verna went on. Envision yourself standing beside me as I preside over the first house of Menzaberanzen. Loth has promised this to you? Through Triel, Verna replied. Matron Benray's oldest daughter, herself matron mistress of the academy. Dinan was beginning to catch on. If Triel, much more powerful than Verna, meant to replace her admittedly ancient mother... She certainly would claim the throne of House Benray for herself, or at least allow one of her many worthy sisters to take the seat. Dinan's doubts were obvious as he half sat on one bench, crossing his arms in front of him and shaking his head slowly back and forth. "'I have no room for disbelievers in my entourage,' Verna warned. "'Your entourage?' Dinan replied. "'Bregan the Arth is but a tool,' provided to me so that I might please the goddess. Verna explained without hesitation. You are insane, Dinan said, before he could find the wisdom to keep the thought to himself. To his relief, though, Verna did not advance toward him. You shall regret those sacrilegious words when our traitorous Drizzt is given to Loth, the priestess promised. You'll never get near our brother, Dinan replied sharply his memories of his previous disastrous encounter with Drizzt still painfully clear. And I'll not go along with you to the surface. Not against that demon. He's powerful, Verna. Mightier than you can imagine. Silence! 
the word carried magical weight, and Dinan found his next planned protest stuck in his throat. Mightier? Verna scoffed a moment later. What do you know of power, impotent male? A wry smile crossed her face, an expression that made Dinan squirm in his seat. Come with me, doubting Dinan, Verna bade. She started for the side door in a small chapel, but Dinan made no move to follow. "'Come!' Verna commanded, and Dinan found his legs moving under him, found himself leaving the single stalagmite mound of the lesser house, then leaving Menza Baranzan altogether, faithfully following his insane sister's every step. As soon as the two Duardens walked from view, Jarlaxle lowered the curtain in front of his scrying mirror, dispelling the image of the small chapel. He thought he should speak with Dinan soon to warn the obstinate fighter of the consequences he might face. Jarlaxel honestly liked Dinan and knew that the drow was heading for disaster. "'You have baited her well,' the mercenary remarked to the priestess standing beside him, giving her a devious wink with his left eye, the uncovered one this day. The female, shorter than Jarlaxel, but carrying herself with an undeniable strength, snarled at the mercenary, her contempt obvious." "'My dear Triel,' Jarlaxle cooed. "'Hold your tongue,' Triel Benray warned, "'or I will tear it out and give it to you "'that you might hold it in your hand.' Jarlaxle shrugged and wisely shifted the conversation back to the business at hand. "'Verna believes your claim,' he remarked. "'Verna is desperate,' Triel Benray replied. She would have gone after Drizzt on the simple promise that you would take her into your family, the mercenary reasoned. But to bait her with delusions of replacing Matron Ben Ray. The greater the prize, the greater Werner's motivation, Trio replied calmly. It is important to my mother that Drizzt Duarden be given to Loth. Let the fool Duarden priestess think what she will. "'Agreed,' Jarlaxle said with a nod. "'Has House Benray prepared the escort?' "'A score and a half will slip out beside the fighters of Bragg and the Arth,' Trio replied. "'They are only males,' she added derisively. "'And expendable.' The first daughter of House Benray cocked her head curiously as she continued to regard the wily mercenary. "'You will accompany Verna personally with your chosen soldiers?' Triel asked. "'To coordinate the two groups?' Jarlaxo clapped his slender hands together. "'I am a part of this,' he answered firmly. "'To my displeasure,' the Benray daughter snarled. She uttered a single word and with a flash disappeared. "'Your mother loves me, dear Triel,' Jarlaxo said to the emptiness— as if the matron mistress of the academy were still beside him. "'I would not miss this,' the mercenary continued, thinking out loud. By Jarlaxle's estimation, the hunt for Driz could be only a good thing. He might lose a few soldiers, but they were replaceable. If Drizzt was indeed brought to sacrifice, Loth would be pleased, Machen Benray would be pleased, and Jarlaxle would find a way to be rewarded for his efforts.' After all, on a simpler level, Drizduarden, as a traitorous renegade, carried a high bounty on his head. 
Jarlaxle chuckled wickedly, reveling in the beauty of it all. If Drizzt managed somehow to elude them, then Verna would take the fall, and the mercenary would continue on, untouched by it all. There was another possibility that Jarlaxle, removed from the immediate situation and wise in the ways of the drow, recognized, and if, by some remote chance, it came to pass, he again would be in a position to profit greatly, simply from his favorable relationship with Verna. Triel had promised Verna an unbelievable prize, because Loth had instructed her and her mother to do so. What would happen if Verna fulfilled her part of that agreement? The mercenary wondered. What ironies did conniving Loth have in store for House Ben Ray? Surely Verna Duarden seemed insane for believing Triel's empty promises, but Jarlaxle knew well that many of Menzoberranzan's most powerful drow, Matron Ben Ray included, had seemed at one time in their lives equally crazy. Verna passed through the opaque doorway to Jarlaxle's private chambers later that day her crazed expression revealing the anxiety for the coming events. Jarlaxle heard a commotion in the outer corridor, but Verna merely continued to smile knowingly. The mercenary rocked back in his comfortable chair, tapping his fingers together in front of him and trying to discern what surprise the Duarden priestess had prepared for him this time. "'We will need an extra soldier to compliment our party,' Verna ordered. "'It can be arranged.' Jarlaxle replied, beginning to catch on. But why? Will Dinan not be accompanying us? Verna's eyes flashed. He will, she said. But my brother's role in the hunt has changed. Jarlaxle didn't flinch, just continued to sit back and tap his fingers. Dinan did not believe in Loth's destiny, Verna explained, casually taking a seat on the edge of Jarlaxle's desk. He did not wish to accompany me in this critical mission. The Spider Queen has demanded this of us. She hopped back to the floor, suddenly ferocious, and stepped back toward the opaque door. Jarlaxle made no move, except to flex the fingers of his dagger-throwing hand, as Verna's tirade continued. The priestess swept about the small room, praying to Loth, cursing those who would not fall to their knees before the goddess, and cursing her brothers, Drizzt and Dinan. Then Verna calmed again, suddenly, and smiled wickedly. Loth demands fealty, she said accusingly. Of course, replied the unshakable mercenary. Justice is for a priestess to deal. Of course. Verna's eyes flashed. Jarlaxle quietly tensed, fearing that the unsteady female would lash out at him for some unknown reason. She instead went back to the door and called loudly for her brother. Jarlaxle saw the unremarkable, veiled silhouette beyond the portal, saw the opaque material bend and stretch as Dinan started in from the other side. A huge spider leg slipped into the room, then another, then a third. The mutated torso came through next. Dinan's unclothed and bloated body transmuted from the waist down into the lower torso of a giant black spider. His once fair face now seemed a dead thing, swollen and expressionless, his eyes showing no luster. The mercenary fought hard to keep his breathing steady. He removed his great hat and ran a hand over his bald, sweating head. The disfigured creature moved into the room fully and stood obediently behind Verna, the priestess smiling at the mercenary's obvious discomfort. The quest 
is critical, Verna explained. Loth will not tolerate dissent. If Darlaxel had held any doubts about the Spider Queen's involvement with Verna's quest, they were gone now. Verna had exacted the ultimate punishment of drow society on troublesome Dinan, something only a high priestess in the highest favor of Loth could ever accomplish. She had replaced Dinan's graceful drow body with this grotesque and mutated arachnid form, had replaced Dinan's fierce independence with a malevolent demeanor that she could bend to her every whim. She had turned him into a drider. <laughs>